Welcome to episode 430 of Carbomb Podcast. Kieran, you son of a bitch, where's Chris? I, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, what do you mean? You were here last week, you invited him to go camping, and now he's gone. I, I think if you, I think if you listen back, I suggested maybe we could go together, but he clearly turned me down, so I don't know where he is, what he's doing, if he's dead or not. I didn't say anything about him being dead, what the hell, man? I mean, he's obviously alive and having a great time camping, and I didn't kill him with a car bomb. Good, because if we didn't have him, who would edit this episode? Yeah, well, I mean, haven't you done it before? Yeah, but I sucked at it. Yeah, well, I mean, Chris is pretty light editing, so, Mm. you know, I'd say good riddance. You know what i say? Theme song. Yeah, well... (laughs) Wouldn't that be funny if we all if 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 a member of the car bomb podcast actually got killed via a car bomb? I mean, depressing, yes, because most of us know each other. I feel like that's almost dramatic already. Not quite. It's something. Yeah. It's some literary device. It's pretty funny. I mean, is <laughs> what I'll say. Well, like I always think of the ultimate example of dramatic irony being being like shouting at a guy shoot now or I'm dead and then they shoot and they accidentally kill the guy who said that. Yeah. yeah. As like ultimate dramatic irony to me. Anyway, this is episode 430. I'm Peter. As already stated, he's Kieran. Yeah. Unfortunately. Possibly a murderer, but uh, we'll find out. I'm I'm going to come for every member eventually of the car bomb. Every member of the car bomb podcast will be killed via a car bomb by me. Eventually. So speaking of car, Jesse. speaking of car bombs, why don't we just use that for the first topic? Yeah, I know. I've been <laughs> trying to force the segue, <laughs> just segue into I, the topic. Yeah, because it's one of the only me. ones we have. Because we really didn't plan mm-hmm. this out, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to do. Because originally, when Chris was going to be here, I was going to do a long history on wrestling, but I know you tend to zone those mm-hmm. out, and I don't want to do yeah. that to you. <laughs> uh, it depends on what the wrestling is. Well, it'd be... Uh, but anyway, Yeah, we'll get to that. Um, yeah, but the actual segue was Castanet, uh, for those who don't know, is more or less the main Kelowna news website. I mean, there's it's others. like that in Kelowna now. Yeah, and Castanet's not great. And lately, I've noticed a few hilarious headlines. Now, not a, the actual news, depending on the headline, can be not so good. But the one that really stuck out to me was car bomb had gang ties mm-hmm. which sounds like an episode had. Title. we got rid of them yeah we got rid of them <laughs> we, we didn't know you know uh we were doing business with hell's angels but we just thought they were some cool bikers that were our friends um so you can't get mad at us yeah we, we've cut ties um they haven't blackmailed me into killing all the other members uh yeah but what what were some other titles you you found enjoyable on Castanet? Well, I was the other one that really stuck out to me was Predator Unveils Expansion. 
<laughs> Which you didn't even get. I had to explain that one to you. Because uh, what? Well, you were no. I I just didn't know which. Like I understood the joke. I just didn't know which company. Yeah. Called was called Predator. Yeah, and it's uh, the local. I forgot of- about. Yeah. Which is a creepy name for a ridge. Oh yeah. Well, it symbols a bird, so I mean, obviously, it means like you know predatory birds. But it's like yeah. you don't call a place Predator Ridge. It, like it's. And it's like, why do women keep refusing to go on dates with me there? Yeah. Can't imagine. My first dates. I try and take them. And they're like, I don't don't know, kind of weird vibes. And I'm like, oh my god, so sensitive women these days. You can't even take them to Predator Ridge. (laughs) To play, what do they do there? Is it golf? Yeah, that's golf, yeah. Yeah. I think there's a winery right next to it as well. And then there's a, that's where Sparkling Hill is. Mm. which um, I feel comfortable as an industry insider slagging off of it, as the Brits say. Uh, they have a nice. bad reputation for retaining staff. Get them. Because they suck? Because they're predators? I think they get underpaid, and then they purposely mm. try never to give them raises as part of it, and then so, and then they expect a lot from them. So it's like so you're not incentivizing them. They're predators of the capitalist variety. That's, but that's like most capitalists. That's a redundancy. Yeah, yeah I was going to say. Setting myself up. <laughs> Get it. Um, I understood. Yeah. Predator Ridge expansion. <laughs> Predator reveals expansion. If they just said Predator Ridge reveals expansion. I know. Innuendo gone. Yeah. Innuendo gone. Um, I'm just trying to read but, what, else, what other news we got. Um, there's a couple of protests at City Hall today. Curious what the hell what that's for. Oh, this one. Any, any fun ones? Uh, let's see. It just says pair. Uh, denial. Something about two completely different protests. Both had a demand for change. Uh, one was, I love demanding change. Oh, uh, one was for climate. Okay. Uh, yeah, because it's, it's uh, strike, climate strike Pro Fridays. Pro anti. Okay. <laughs> no, it's, it's the Fridays for Future, which I think is uh, the Greta Thunberg specific thing. Hmm. And what's the other protest? It doesn't say what the other protest. Oh, the Iranians. Wait. Oh, because uh, you know what's going on in Iran. I know. Right? I know what's going on in Iran. I just don't know what people protesting in front of Kelowna City Hall expect to accomplish. Yeah, that does bother me a bit. I, I I'm well, sure... so like Canada also doesn't have any official like since the hostage crisis, uh, hostage crisis at the end of the seventies. We don't have official like, diplomatic ties with Iran. So I don't know, like, what the Kelowna city government is going to do. Yeah. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to read more about the Iran one here. Let me just, um, maybe just quickly tell the people what this is in case they don't know. What, the Iran? Yeah. I mean, there are just large, huge protests, probably the largest since, uh, I think, since 2009 going on in Iran right now, following the abduction and then uh, subsequent death of a, a Iranian woman for not wearing a hijab by the morality police who apparently beat her into a coma and then she died shortly after. And so there are huge numbers of people in the streets. Uh, yeah. A, a cheerful topic. Yeah. Um, brave folks. Yes. Their internet has become... Okay, yeah, it's the local Iranian community. I guess it's not really a protest. It's more of a rally. See, this is why okay. casting it kind of sucks. Yeah. Because they can't... Like, what, what they they're like, like, no. 
Yeah. I don't, I don't know. Anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah, we have the guy who's suing to not have a music venue right near his fancy new apartment. <laughs> Get fucked. I know, it's one of those things. <laughs> We're, what a loser. Um, this isn't Kelowna news, but this is today um, for some fun stuff. The Winnipeg, a Winnipeg police officer... Uh, well, no, first, the police of Winnipeg reported they had arrested a 39-year-old man for possession of tons of child pornography. <clears throat> and then, shortly after, they announced that it was a 15-year member of their own police force. <clears throat> and then they let him out. Uh, he was released from custody following arrest, uh, pending trial. And then now they've announced that they have found him dead. And the literal, their, their statement says they will not be releasing any further information about the death. That is their statement on the matter. Mm. It's fun. Yeah. This is a bit like, I don't, I don't know if you followed the, the mass stabbings in Canada a few weeks ago. I did, yeah. But where the one, where the one guy they caught just, they were like, we got him. He's dead. Yep. From something. Sus. I mean, on, on the list of people I'm going to get said are dead. No, I'm not, but it's like I, I like to see justice served properly, not yeah. uh, no, judicial executions. Yeah, I do hope that isn't what it was. I mean, that is still yeah. concerning. Um, ah, damn it, I'm trying to... I'm sorry, I'm going off topic. I'm trying to research something real quick and I can't find it because I thought of something, mm. but that's unrelated. Um. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's I don't know. It's just law enforcement in general, you know. For for all the stuff they're trying to, they're like we're reforming, and then where was it? I think Baltimore. They pulled a guy over for wearing a ski mask, and it resulted in him. I think he didn't die. He just got the shit. Kicked. No, no, he did die. Sorry, he got. Somehow the shit kicked out of him, and they overdosed on ketamine. Oh, ketamine. Ketamine, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. I gotta look up exactly what happened. Interesting. There. Yeah. There was. I mean, this is. Uh, I mean, we're going off on a tangent here, but the uh, a teen at a high school was while in class. Uh, I think pepper sprayed and beaten because he didn't want to play volleyball. Ugh. That's insane. Yep. And it's just like, I mean, most people obviously were like, that's bullshit. (laughs) And then one guy was like, he did not heed the police officer's warnings to go play. Sorry, it wasn't volleyball. It was dodgeball. He's like, he did not heed the police officer's repeated warnings to play dodgeball. He brought this upon himself. It's like, you sound insane. You sound insane. (laughs) Excuse me, sir, I'm going to have to ask you to play dodgeball right now. Excuse me, sir, you're going to have to be playing dodgeball right about now. Sir! It's fun. Oh, kind of God. This is the future the liberals want. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. JT. I changed my Twitter avatar to a picture of, like, half Justin Trudeau, half uh, Fidel Castro. <laughs> Just to oh, be God. annoying to one of my friends. 
I hate that conspiracy theory so much because it, <laughs> it is so funny they get, that people believe it. To believe it, you have to get basic facts wrong. Oh, do you also believe that he's like genetically communist? <laughs> There's also that. I mean, I'm not even getting into that. But even if you want to believe he's some kind of like, it's it's what if it's true? It doesn't matter. Yeah. Two. Who cares? What does it prove? Three. The, the math. Like it's the biggest. Dumbest conspiracy theory that has well, no relevance. I mean, for them, it's like saying Trudeau's a communist, which I mean, clearly he's not by yeah. any metric. But God, like, no. Yeah, you don't think he's a communist? Well, his real dad was, and it's like, well, his real dad was even would... communist, though. If, 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 assuming I mean, was... no, but they're saying his real dad, Fidel. Yeah, but his da- but Fidel wasn't a communist either. Yeah, he was. Nah, he's not. He's not an actual communist. I mean. By what definition is he not? The whole he had a presidential palace and everything? I mean, he had, like... He had, like... A, he, he was no Stalin, but, I mean, he was... You know. Oh, sorry. Got a message. No, I don't... I, I mean, I'm a I'm, uh, fan of the Cuban Revolution here, so... Fair enough. Uh, I just, we, can, I, we can move on from that. All right, fair enough. I just... I have a hard time buying anyone who is a communist dictator being an actual communist. That's my thing. Oh, I mean, okay. Well, if I'm going to defend it, I'm going to say the situation in Cuba is a bit complicated since they were immediately no, upon overthrowing under attack from the United States. No, I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with that. Like with, It's sort of hard to like have a flowering democracy <laughs> while under literal siege by the mm-hmm. most powerful country in the world. Oh, no, I'll agree to that. When you're like a poor... What? I said, I'll agree with that, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um, yeah, Justin Trudeau. Anyways, that, I changed my profile picture to that uh, to just comment on my friend's post. She's a journalist. And so I just... <laughs> I just say things like... I, I don't... I, I'm trying to decide if I'm, like, one of the people who thinks this or if I'm someone who thinks it's, like, good, where I'm like... Trudeau is Castro's son, and I like it. Mm. He is. I'm like, I like that Trudeau's a communist. Maybe that's my bit. Or I'm like, I'm mad about it. I'm not sure. Anyways, I think it's funny. That's fair. Um, uh, actually, okay. Um, sorry, I'm just thinking about other stuff. But I was going to th- mention one thing I'm super excited about. Just completely changing gears. That's fine. Go Should- ahead. Japan is finally open for re-entry. We, the Americans sailed their gunboats, and they said, open up your country. And they said, we only, wanna, if you, only if you give we- us Tom Cruise. Yeah, and they were like, our weebs need, we, we've, we're sick of our weebs. <laughs> they need to be able to leave. They're being too annoying. Oh. So the, we- <laughs> yeah. We're going to send all the weebs back, finally. That's fair. Yes, that's essentially what's happening. Is on October 11th, uh, free roam tourism, for lack of a better term, is uh, going to come back, and so you'll. Nice. And this has kind of been because this is a, I've mentioned this many times. Is I not only do I want to go back because that's still one of my favorite vacations of my life. Mm-hmm. I've had a few other good ones, but I mean that was of course the one, the last big one I took before COVID hit. So then that lived with me for a long time. I mean, this year, you know, I did Extra Life United, I did Vegas, those were a blast. Loved doing those, loved hanging out with uh, Emily and uh, Phil and other people who've been on the podcast. 
some guy named Jesse, some other person named Jacob. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know those people. Yeah, shout out to Jacob. Mm. His uh, laptop is in Vancouver getting repaired right now. Why is why are we shouting that out? I'm just well, because otherwise he would be here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Do we <laughs> like, know that? Did he say that? He, 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 he did. I was like, "Hey, you're gonna be on the podcast there." He's like, "No, I can't. My my laptop's in Vancouver." Likely excuse. I don't I think that's gonna that. get him docked, so that can probably stay in the episode. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Big city. Yeah. Um, I would love to go to Japan. I've only ever been through the uh, Tokyo airport while traveling. Mm. Um, but many, many locations I would love to see. Oh, yeah. Well, because um, I always say you need about a week in Tokyo to get the feel for that city, which is, isn't a shock. It's one of the biggest cities in the world, right? Like, the guy in charge isn't a mayor. He's a governor because it's technically its own province, what with all the urban sprawl it has. Yeah, and he's called the Shogun. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yes, he is. I mean, historically. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Back when it was Edo. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're just getting into the Jeff. Shogunate. Yeah. But, but no, I was. I came to. Hmm? Go oh, ahead. Sorry, go ahead. No, no, you had, you had a bit. No, no, I mean, I don't know if I had a bit. I was just going to say, I came to my, like, Japan <sighs> interest not through anime, but reading history. Mm. Um, you know. Yeah, you know, I understand that. I mean, there's a lot of interesting history about that place, too. Out of curiosity, let, let's, let's go with this. If you besides obviously you would have to stop in Tokyo pretty much anyway. Where else would you go? I don't know. Um I, I had a my Japanese history teacher in uni, uh he really liked the North, so mm. he always talked about Sendai mm. uh, and all that kind of stuff. I know that's like maybe not the most popular location. I think a lot of people either go to obviously Tokyo or they go to like Osaka or Kyoto. Yeah. Or uh the What's the bottom island? Kyushu? Yeah. yeah. Okinawa's uh, pretty popular, go. too, because it's basically the Hawaii of Japan. Yeah. Um, but I, I'd like to go to the north. I'd like to even go to, like, um, what's the island? The island... Hokkaido. Above Japan. Okay, Hokkaido, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sapporo, yeah, and all that, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, obviously not if I was there in winter, less so, but I think it'd be yeah. nice to, like, check out. Well, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna drop a few random facts on you then. Why not? Let's just turn this to a weird visit Japan segment of the podcast. This is a weird episode. Sponsored by Japanese <laughs> Tourism Board. They just open up, and Peter's like, "Oh, uh, uh, coincidentally, we're just gonna talk about yeah, 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 yeah. Well, because I yeah, I'm like I'm I'm legit planning a trip for sometime next year, but they're, um, they're paying I, him an anime. Yes, I would appreciate that. <laughs> One anime, please. Pillows. Oh, God. Okay, now it's not funny. <laughs> As, I, I'm being painted body pillows, too, but they're of historical samurai yeah. uh, and and Japanese leaders, like Oda, no, Oda Nobunaga. He's my waifu now. I mean, there are plenty of anime versions of Nobunaga that I'm sure yeah. have made it onto body pillows. Yeah, probably. I haven't watched any of those, but that's almost certain. Where he, he gets turned into like a hot demon yeah. boy. Well, have you heard about? Uh, I do want to go back to the Japan, but have you heard Sorry. about? Have you heard about your boy Kongming? Yes, the, but that's like of a, that's the Chinese strategist. Yeah, but imagine like that with, with Nobunaga. For for the sure. for the yeah. benefit of the listeners at home, your boy Kongming is an anime 
about Zhuge, the historical Chinese strategist Zhuge Liang being re- reincarnated mm-hmm. as a twenty-something beautiful man in modern-day Japan, where he becomes a rapper or sorry, a hip-hop artist. Yes. I mostly know about him from uh, Dynasty Warriors. Oh, me too. <laughs> I think the, that's where I first met him. fabulous franchise. I've actually read Romance of the Three Kingdoms, though. I actually have a copy. Oh, nice. nice. Yeah. I, was, I always meant to. I haven't done it, though. If you ever remind Anyways. me, I can loan it to you. But uh, back to Japan. Yeah. Get uh, out of China. Yeah. Let's get out of China, back to Japan, because, you know, it's a little less... Uh, okay. We had this conversation, but... <laughs> sorry, no. Back to China for one second. Would you consider them fully communist, nope. or would you consider them... No. Fa- yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, I don't consider any of the countries that, like, attempted communism during the 20th century fully communist. Most of them I would... Some of them I would consider communist, like, socialist in transition, or mm-hmm. transitioning, but, like, somewhere like China now, especially after uh, their market turn in the late 70s, I would consider them just like a form of state capitalism yeah i definitely agree that there was definitely a turning point like it might have been like on the actual communism scale it might have been like a six out of ten at one point but now it's like a one yeah i don't i don't know how to judge it but yeah yeah i don't i don't think it's communist some people say it's building they're building communism but it's like building a lot of billionaires my friend if that's the path to communism oh and that seems like the opposite of the path to communism. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe you're doing a switcheroo on us. We'll see. Yeah. But but anyway, away from the communism and back to Japan. So you, you mentioned Sendai. There's a couple of places mm-hmm. things about Sendai I can tell you. Mm. So yes. I'm sure you've mentioned played Samurai Warriors or Dynasty Warriors. Have you played Samurai Warriors? I did. A long time ago. But remember, yeah, I played the the first one at least. Remember Masamune Date? Uh, yeah, he's the warlord from the north area. Yep. Uh, during the war. Sendai loves Sendai that Kijime. dude. So there's nice. a, there's like a big famous statue of him in um, Sendai. And I think the place he died is marked in Tokyo. Hmm. Yeah. So you can, you can do a little Masamune Date tour. It's like, here's where That'd he died. Cool. Now let's go see the place where he lived? Question mark. But um, I nope. only remember him as like a young boy with like an eye patch and big horns. Mm-hmm. I, I imagine it's probably not the most accurate depiction. Uh, well, the helmet and the eye patch were more or less correct. He yes. only he only had one eye, and he the helmet is accurate to his style. But yeah, he was not always a little boy. Shockingly, <laughs> unbelievable. Yeah, you know he was usually. And I think he helped popularize the rifle. I don't know if that's just pure video game fodder or if that was true. I'm not sure either. I, my my Sengoku Jidai uh, history knowledge is lacking compared to other Japanese air periods. But I at least know he was one of the warlords. Uh, yeah. Also familiar with him from Shogun 2 Total War. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. That's <laughs> a good game. Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. The um, Date, the Date troops—they all have charge bonuses. They—they mm. they run. They get when they get close to people, they run faster. They do more damage on the charge. Mm. I don't know why. I guess they're they're a- aggro or something. Maybe. I don't know. I, I'd have to look at more about the Date. I know they were kind of a major player late in the war. 
That was kind of one of the things, but they were... But they're losers, and we don't care about losers on Carbon Podcast. We only talk about winners. Uh, speaking of winners, this, this, <laughs> I, that's not a good segue at all. <laughs> Tokugawa Ieyasu. Yep. The man who waited. <laughs> he was... Yeah, like, I always love the stories how he's... Yoshi. Yep. Sorry, I'm just remembering all the names. Well, yeah, Hideyoshi started as a sandal bearer and became basically Shogun. Yeah, I mean, like, there is no equivalent. There's, like, no equivalent class mobility today. No. No one who's a sandal bearer becomes the leader of the country. No. No, especially one that's basically, um, uh, you know, what, what do you call it when it's not a monarchy, but it might as well be because it's all based on birth? birth-based succession. You mean just like... I mean, it was just feudal... Yeah. Like... Yeah, feudal um, birth-based lineage, because, I mean, that was the thing. If Nobunaga had had kids who lived, they would have been in charge. But I'm pretty sure all his kids, his adult sons got slaughtered. Dang. So sad. Rest in peace, my lord. Yeah, like 600 years ago. <laughs> Remember they made a they made a video game where like Pokemon where like there's Pokemon in Sengoku Jidai and like Nobunaga has like a Charmander or something. I don't remember that. Well, Pokemon one minute. Pokemon Nobunaga uh, Samurai game. Uh what is it? One minute. This is a thing. Yeah. Samurai game. Because, like, Arceus... Pokemon Conquest. Okay. Yeah. It was pretty big. Pokemon Conquest is a 2012 tactical role-playing game. Um, basically, you play in Sengoku Jidai, uh, your warlords, and you have Pokemon. Hmm. Uh, yeah, you can be... Take on the real historical figure Oda, Nobu- Oda Nobunaga. Uh, I wonder what Pokemon he had. I don't know. I just guessed. I don't think it's actually Charmander. That would make sense, though. He yeah, pro- he, he could have, like, a dragon of some sort. He could have Cleavor. <laughs> Are you familiar with Cleavor? I am not. I don't know who that is. Do you know Scyther? Yes. I know he can turn into the red version with the... Sy- that's Scyzor. Cleavor Scyzor. is the other one where instead of, like, blades, it's axes. Wow. Yes. But yeah, there was a game where you you were you were Oda Nobunaga and you you conquered Japan with Pokemon, Wild. which is a natural. I think that's natural. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised they didn't do that sooner. Yeah. Well, they were probably trying not to do weird fanfic ideas right out of the gate. Hmm. But, but I mean, you know, it happens. It happens eventually. Um. But it was good. Uh, I, again, I don't have a good segue for this. I was going to mention, one of the other cool things about Sendai is it's not too far from a place called Zhao Fox Village, which mm. is that place you might sometimes see in tourism videos that's like full of foxes. Mm. They'll be like, hey, buddy. Feed me, buddy. Foxes are cool. Yeah. I was... I think, like, they were... Some of them are domesticated in Russia, but that's, like, the only place. Mm-hmm. Well, this um, well, this is probably the only other place where they're kind of domesticated. Nice, because like Zhao Fox Village, like because Japan has a bunch of animal themed areas, 
mm-hmm. most of which are just kind of incidental. Like when I when I went, mm-hmm. we went to uh, Onushima or whatever's the Rabbit Island. Right. But I mean, you know the history of that place. <laughs> yes, I believe so. Yeah, it was a, it was a testing facility for poison gas. Yeah. Yeah. And the rabbits were tested. rabbits. Yeah. But they won. They yeah. beat the poison gas. They did, because they'd taken over that freaking island. So many rabbits, yeah. and they're just lounging about, chewing carrots, and... But yeah, no, South Fox Village is, like, probably one of the only places in the world where you can go and just hang out with foxes. That's cool. Yeah. Foxes are, like, the answer for people who are, like, can't choose between cat... Like, they're like, I don't know if I'm a cat person or a dog person. Foxes are like the the synthesis of cat dog. You're not wrong. Yeah, and they're like one they're of the, the answer. They're the answer. They're they're like one of the animals that are like spiritual. The Japanese too. They got a nice. lot, of, but a lot of animals have spiritual connotations and. Well, that's like the Shinto thing, though. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah, there's spirit in all things. Good for them. Yeah. Good for them. <laughs> I was <laughs> good for Shinto, you know. What a, what a religion, folks! Shinto, one of the top ten religions that I know of. I'm a huge fan. I think about it often. Yeah, it's one of those complicated things. I don't even know what we're doing anymore, man, but I'm going to keep going. I don't know. It's okay. It's fine. I mean, I'm happy to keep talking about Japan. Yeah. Well, it's, I like Japan. Well, Sendai, um, there's a giant statue there as well. I'm trying to remember the name of it. Uh, is it... Because that thing is huge. Right, the Sendai Dai Cannon. Um, look this up. What is it? It's 100 meters tall. Oh, who's this guy? Is this like a... Um, it's a it? manifestation of the canon, which is a, it's a Buddhist statue, I believe. Ah, oh, right, 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 right. Among the tallest statues in the world. Yeah, sixth tallest, apparently. Tallest statue of a goddess in Japan. Six, wow. Wow. White-robed canon. Yeah. And I'm so, assuming you've seen the pictures now of it just like looming over the uh, horizon. Yeah, that's spooky. Yeah, pretty. Uh, that's like that reminds me of like the like the statues that the people like some of the governments in the stands have of like their their like dictator and it's like a rotating giant statue of the guy. They should do that with her. They should put her on a rotation so she's like overlooking. <laughs> It'd be pretty funny. That'd be terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, don't forget they uh, already have the giant Gundam in Tokyo. I was well. I was just gonna say she's actually uh, an ancient Buddhist Gundam. Yep. <laughs> when the area is under threat, you climb inside this uh, white-robed lady and 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 pilot her. You just know if like a natural giant monster ever does attack Tokyo, there's gonna be a lineup at that Gundam. Just, just people <laughs> like, let us use it. Let us use it to fight. <laughs> yeah. Um. But I was the other interesting thing about Sendai, and this actually segues into. Hokkaido is that there's a ferry that runs between Sendai and uh, Tomakonai, which is a major port on Hokkaido. So, if you're traveling to Japan, which hey, now you can do, 
someday, maybe. It's true. I'm waiting for my passport. I have to renew it. It's taking fucking forever. See, I'm lucky. My passport doesn't expire until 2024. What I have to wait mm. for is a new credit card, because that expires in March. Oh. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I'm sure, I hope the passport system will be better by when you have to reapply, but it's, like, insane right now. It's, like, 20-week waiting, 20-30 week waiting periods. Yeah. I'm unless gonna... you have, like, an urgent flight that's, like, you can prove is, like, you're not just doing for fun. Yeah. It's one of those things. I'm sure I'll figure it out, figure it away. I'm probably gonna... Well, I mean, basically, they just, like, over the course of the pandemic, no one traveled. I guess a bunch of people's passports expired. Yeah. And they knew this would happen, but they just didn't, like, hire anyone new to process claims. So if you, like, try and phone the office, it'll be like, you are ten bajillionth in line. We won't even hold your call. Goodbye. Yeah. It's like, you call back again, it's like, We've, we, if you call again, we're going to kill your mother. Yeah. Yeah, they're like, we have your home address. We know your mother's maiden name. We have all your, the, the security question information. We'll hack your accounts. We're going to buy 20,000 copies of Chrono Trigger using your credit card. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Even, but, even the Canadian government's shilling for Japan. Yep. Japanese industry. We love it, folks. It's true. I was going to mention, though, there's a, co- a few cool places on um, Hokkaido to check out. And you said you didn't want to do it in winter. I have a counter Maybe not. I don't know. I might. This could be pretty. Well, here's the thing. Sapporo has a snow festival. So for those... I've who, heard of snow. Yeah. So uh, for those who are maybe not familiar... Again, I'm... You and I both seem to know what we're talking about, but again, for the benefit of listeners, Sapporo is the capital of Hokkaido, I believe. Um, it is the place... It is the home of Sapporo... Um, Oh, shoot, is that sake or beer? It's a major mm-hmm. hub for alcohol in Japan. They may, they might make sake too, but they yeah. make beer at least. And it's like one of the most important cities on Hokkaido, if not the most important, because I think that's also got the airport. And um, every year in February, I think sometimes in late January, they have a snow festival. And one of the things they do, and I know this, this you're probably going to hate this too. Well, I don't know, maybe. I'm curious how you're going to feel about this. They have the military come to town to make elaborate snow sculptures. That's the best use of a Japanese military. Well, I think it's technically not military. I think they're a self-defense force, technically, but, you know. Well, still, best possible use. Okay. I was, Keep I was, them making snow structures. <laughs> I was, like I said, I was curious how you were going to react to that. Um, but... Um, yeah, so they, oh, it's not just them, but, like, other people also do elaborates, and, like, it's just a series of elaborate ice sculptures and everything like that, and you come in, you see hmm. it, and they do, like, local music things, you know, local delicacies, whatnot. It's supposed hmm. to be pretty neat, pretty ballin', and it lasts, like, over a week, so you can only go for, like, two days. But, um... Yeah, yeah sounds fun. I'll check mm. it out. I'm, like, a Japan hipster. I just want to go to least popular places well one place that might be like if you say it's like it's like so where are you going to japan and you say this place they might confuse people if you go to toya toya is kind of um how do i describe this it's probably kind of comparable to harrison in bc harrison 
Like, you know, Harrison Hot Springs? Where's Harrison? Oh, yeah, yeah, the Hot Springs. It's, it's like a lake kind of in the middle of a bunch of mountains. and But in this case, it's also surrounded by hot springs. Hmm. And it's just kind of in the middle of Hokkaido, just kind of fucked off on his own. Huh. So that that would be a good hipster place to go, potentially. Like it's still somewhat popular because it's like hot springs, but like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's there are almost like a hot spring places that aren't somewhat popular. Yeah, I know, right? There's a like there's a bunch of just hot spring villages which just have those like amazing images, whether it's winter or summer, like beautiful pools of hot spring water with steam rising out, and it's like dead at night or whatever, and people just walking by. And it's like, why aren't you all in the water right now, just forever enjoying what is yeah. around you, you sons of bitches? It's one of the reasons I love Japan, honestly, is just hot springs. I'm a huge hot spring guy. I mean, you must like the Kootenays then. Oh, yeah. A lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> one of the things I'm hoping to maybe do this winter is go to a hot spring. <laughs> I, love going I would to, like to. I love going to hot springs like to. in the winter. I haven't been in a long time. The last time I went to a hot spring, I was, for reasons, following a some guy my dad knows out to like his girlfriend's farm because they were out of the country and I had to go check on it because it had been broken into. Um, so I was following this old hippie from like Naxup or what's it called? Nakus. Nakus. <laughs> fucking up. Uh, yeah, I was following this old hippie and he like stopped near the side of a mountain and he was like, follow me. And I was like, what? And he like brought me down like I had to like hold on to a rope, like going down through trees. It wasn't like super steep, but it was like steep enough you kind of needed to hold on to the rope uh, to some like hot springs along the side of a mountain overlooking a valley. Mm. Uh, I don't know. It was like forty five minutes an hour outside of Nikas, uh in the middle of nowhere, down like some logging roads. Uh, and he was like, "Come and enjoy the hot springs." And I was like, "Oh, this seems nice." But then as soon as I went to like get in. A whole bunch, like a cave full of old people emerged and they were all nude. And then they were all like, take your clothes off. And I was like, I mean, I was gonna, but now I feel weird about it. They're like, are you ashamed of your body? And I was like, I'm ashamed of you. (laughs) I was like, they're like, well, we're not. Why can't you be free? And I was like, I I hate you. (laughs) Please leave me alone. God, that's gross. Yeah, I got shamed by, they were like in a cave, like there was like a cave completely dark and they all emerged out of it they were all naked uh very creepy yeah Um, that sounds horrible but it would have been a very nice location if it hadn't been uh full of creepy old people aggressive nudists yeah they were they were literally trying to pressure me into like disrobing i'm like you guys are gonna try and drink my blood 100 percent. well they they probably would have tried to drink something yeah (laughs) yeah Uh, I mean, I don't want to stereotype against nudists like that, but I mean, under the circumstances, I think I'm okay. It's like, maybe, you know, ask me once, but if you keep <laughs> bothering me about it, creepy. Yeah. Creepy. You come off as, like, lecherous old predators. Not wrong. You know? <laughs> Talking about Predator Ridge, am I right? Oh, Or Predator... Predator Hot Springs. Yeah. Predator Co- Cove, maybe? That just sounds more better. Anyway, I'm going to wrap up the random Japan facts that may or may not interest you by talking about two places that are... What? I said I love it. I love Japan facts. Well, because no shock, a part of this is just I watch 
tourism videos. Like, I've, I've got a bunch of random shit about mm-hmm. Italy in my brain, too, right now, because Italy is one of the places I really want to go. Uh, like, I want to go back to Japan, I want to go to Italy, and I'm kind of interested in learning more about Copenhagen. So, watch in like a month, I'm going to start busting out Copenhagen not the facts. Rest of Den- not the rest of Denmark, just Copenhagen. Well, like, probably. Fuck the rest of that shitty country. <laughs> Copenhagen's the main one I've learned the most about right now. So I know. it's like, <laughs> I'm just, I'm I know. Just no, no, fuck, fuck the rest of Denmark. You're only Copenhagen yeah. to me. <laughs> Name another Danish city. You can't. I really can't. <laughs> I don't think I can. I uh, can, but only because I play map games. This is true. Yeah, you play more than me. That's for sure. Um. Oh yeah. So one of the interesting quirks about Hokkaido is it also has a city named Fukushima. Oh, that's confusing. Oh, I know. It's not nearly as big as the one that was the center point of the whole Fukushima nuclear disaster, uh, which mm. is still a thing. Uh, you know, not a shock, mm. considering Chernobyl's still a thing. But, um, yeah. <laughs> there's two cities in the in the area that are kind of interesting, because there's Hakodate, which is basically considered more or less one of the seafood capitals of Japan, which is saying something. Makes sense. Makes sense though. Yeah, if you like, if you look at it in a map too, it's kind of like the I, uh, gateway between. I was literally like zoomed in on it when you mentioned it. Yeah, and if you look south of it, the other major hub, uh, which is over on Kyushu, the main island is or not Kyushu, um, Honshu. That's the main island. Sorry, yeah. is Aomori. Mm-hmm. That place. I've seen a lot of YouTube videos of its morning market. Man, like it's like imagine a farmer's market where it's like, oh yeah, you want to buy like. $20 worth of seafood and just set up your own grill, you can do it. Mm-hmm. Like Sounds that, beautiful. Oh, that's like something I would always really want to do if I ever get that far north. But one of the reasons I haven't been super keen to go north, even though all that stuff sounds great, is just because the Shinkansen doesn't go that far north. The what doesn't? The, it, the bullet train. The Shinkansen. You know. Oh, that sucks. How do you get up that way? Is there like a slower train? Or? Oh, yeah. And I yeah. mentioned, and I mentioned the ferry goes to um, what's it called, uh, Tomakonai. But mm-hmm. like the the Shinkansen stops just north of Hakodate in a place called Nane, or Nanai, could be getting the pronunciation of that. And then you have to take a slow train all around the bay and slowly up to Sapporo, like from Hakodate to um, Sapporo by train. I think it's like twelve hours. I mean, that's like any trip in Canada, basically. Yeah. Know? We're used to that shit. But, I mean, if you compare it to um, Tokyo to Hiroshima, is only about four hours. Yeah. And that's well, 800 I mean, it's kilometers. A more, a more civilized country, you know. Mm. Oh, yeah, with with working trains? Yeah, <laughs> with with trains at all. Well, this is the thing, because, like, my nephews, when I, when I promised to take him on, like, a vacation to another country for the first time, because they've never done it, and I thought cool reward for surviving the pandemic mm-hmm. you know and like well let's go to a place with trains so that way i don't have to rent a car and drive in a foreign country because i have a lot of paranoia about that mm-hmm. i don't even like driving in the states <laughs> yeah but uh uh and so they ended up picking uh, tokyo but one of the other places we were looking at was like oh london they have good trains and you know rome they have good trains they weren't interested in copenhagen yeah. i didn't bother with that <laughs> But you know, I imagine they have good trains. Oh yeah, they probably most most of Europe does, right? Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, we're we're really just missing out here. 
They are. One of my, my one of my constant frustrations. Uh, just complete with it. Well, I mean, we had trains. Yeah. They weren't. They were like older, but we, and then we completely dismantled all of them. Basically, it's so stupid because there are like passenger trains you can take around Canada, but they're so awkward to take. They're super slow and ridiculously expensive, and they do weird routes. Yeah. Uh, the our environmental minister, this was a while back, uh, had planned a tour across Canada by train, but he had to cancel it because most of the trains weren't running. They would only run like once a week or once every few weeks from some location. So he's like, oh, I can't have actually do. You can travel across Canada by train, but you have to do it either like on a special occasion or you have to have like a really long timetable. Meanwhile, Japan, it's like, you want to go from Tokyo to Hiroshima, 800 kilometers away? That'll be, you can do it in four hours for about 200 bucks. Yeah. And like, you can get parts of, oh, good. Sorry. No, no, no. Sorry. No, I was just going to talk about one of the things I meant. I did this when I went last time and they're still offering it. They have the uh, tourism rail pass where you can get seven days of unlimited Japan rail trains for like. 350 bucks. And like I said, so you can easily go to from Tokyo to Hiroshima and back again, and that's already paid for itself. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, similar with Europe, you can get, like, even cheaper than that, maybe train passes, mm-hmm. like, between, like, Paris, Madrid, Berlin, whatever. Uh, hit up all those places in a few hours. And what's it called? Like, the Waystar? The D-Star? Something like that? I'm not sure what their, their train system is called. I just know I get mad whenever... I'm, like, looking at, like, going to, like, Vancouver or Calgary yeah. or something, and it's like, oh, you better drive fucking through the mountain. Eurostar, that's what I was thinking of, and that's one of the main train services through the, um, France, Belgium, and the Netherlands, apparently. Because they have the train you can take from London to the Netherlands. Yeah. But then... Well, but then, What would it be like to live in a real country? I don't know. I don't know. Probably be more convenient to go places. Yeah. What would it like to be able to, like, see the rest of your country and not have to pay, like, $900 for a flight? I don't even know. Or catch one. Yeah. yeah. Being able to go, like, halfway across your country for, like, 300 bucks sounds amazing. It costs, like, $1,000 to fly to Victoria. It's bullshit. Yeah, I don't understand flight prices in Canada, because sometimes you can get a flight somewhere, like, for, like, <laughs> a hundred bucks or like 200 but then sometimes that same flight they're like it's a thousand now yeah what's well, surf racing yeah i know it's just annoying and i hate it uh and there's no reason we should have to fly between like here and Va- like anywhere between like where we're li- like we are in Kelowna and like anywhere in alberta or anywhere on vancouver island should be done by train travel and it should be like relatively cheap yeah I mean, obviously, you'd have to take the ferry to get to Vancouver Island proper, but... Yeah. It's... Actually, I'm curious on the distance there. How many kilometers is that between Vancouver Island... I'm... I just want to get a rough estimate on the actual distance. Like Victoria and Kelowna? Probably like 500, 600... No, 500k at most. No, I'm just talking about Vancouver Island and the mainland. Oh. I'm just trying to get the exact distance here, because I know it's... Um, How many kilometers is that? It's only about 15 kilometers to Tawasin from uh, Galliano. 
Yeah, I mean, there could be a trade. They could, like, people have done more impressive tunnels or, like, overpasses. Well, yeah, what's the what's the gap between uh, England and France there? Yeah, the channel. Yeah, the channel. Just gonna do a... Ch- I don't know, but much bigger. <laughs> yeah, it's gotta be much bigger. Um, Actually, it may not be. That looks about the same. Let me zoom in. This is gonna be very scientific as I use Google... Um, actually, yeah, it is more. It's like 25k. Yeah. Now, I did say Tawasson and Galliano, which is obviously not Vancouver Island proper, but I mean, if you build a series of bridges after that, you can probably make it work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it probably only cost, I'm going to estimate 10 billion. Could have been done. Yeah, it absolutely could have. Fake country. Fake country. Yeah. Well, speaking of fake, uh, do you want to wrap this up with some random wrestling shit? I have something you might find funny. Sure, why not? Why not? Because we've been talking about Japan for a lot of this podcast, just because. Because why not? We had no topics, really. We just kind of winged it. I still think we were more coherent than when I was high, which is always a goal. I'm sure they can't tell. They can't tell that we winged it. Yeah. Which is fine. Um, So, you're familiar with Hulk Hogan to some degree, I imagine. I know who he is. Yeah. Mm. Here, here's a here's an interesting story. How Hulk Hogan left the WWF for the first time. Like this is the end of Hulkamania, essentially, and there's a Japan connection. So it's actually kind of relevant to what we we're talking about. And I actually, and I wish one of the things I've been trying to do the whole time is find a transcript of the promo he cuts before his match. Because it's the most fucking insane thing. He, like, uh, I can't even. Um, so, near the end of his heyday, Hulk Hogan was being less focused on it. Because this is around the time of the steroid trial and everything. I don't know if you're familiar with that. No. Back in, like, 1992 um, and 1993, they WWF was getting hit with a steroid trial. For using illegal steroids, supposedly. You know, shocker. Surprising. Shocker. You look at a yeah. guy like Hulk Hogan, you're like, that guy probably used steroids. <laughs> and uh, so at the time, they kind of needed to not have him be a champion. Like, it was around 91, I believe, that, this, that the trial happened, or like kicked off anyway. So around this time, Hulk Hogan also noticeably got smaller. <laughs> Interesting. Like, if you look at it, yeah, I know it's it's weird how this all works out. Um, and so what what ended up happening as a result is they put the um, WWF title on a guy who definitely wasn't using steroids, and the guy they ended up picking was Bret Hart, great Canadian Bret Hart. Shout out to our own country. But Hulk Hogan, of course, still wanting to be Hulk Hogan, you know the most infamous wrestler of all time, famous, infamous, whatever you want to call him. He's like, well, what am I supposed to do if he's world champion? So he ends up forming a tag team with his best friend, his real life best friend, um, who I'm going to refer to by his wrestling name, which you might enjoy. Brutus, the barber beefcake. Interesting. So like, like why is he the barber? Um, because he had, he walked around with a giant pair of scissors. And he's Brutus. 
Because it's a spooky name. Or... Well, yeah, because he's he's a, he's he's a wrestler, so he needs to have a buff sounding name. So they went with Brutus Beefcake. <laughs> and like he, my favorite part is he would threaten to. He would basically like I can't even think of. It's like he at one point held up the scissors and was like, "The blade is part of me. I'm gonna make it part of you." Like he was threatening to murder I mean, people. I'm imagining now getting a bad haircut from him and being like. A two Brutus, yeah, the barber beefcake. <laughs> well, he also had um, I, I can't remember if it was like an actual talk show segment, but he, they actually had like a fake set for his barber shop. Oh, I know, but mm. what ended up happening is Brutus famously, um, like they were considering making him intercontinental champion at one point, but then he got kicked in the face in a horrible parasailing accident. Like he took a woman's foot. And a ski to the face, and so it required like doesn't elaborate. Sorry, said so that doesn't sound good. No, <laughs> and so he had he needed a reconstructive surgery and everything, and and then after all this, Hulk went and apparently roused him into fighting Money Inc. for the tag titles. Money Inc. consisting of the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase and his tag team partner. See if you can figure out what this name stands for. Erwin R. Scheister. Um, Take the initials. What? IRS. <laughs> why? Yeah, no, I got it, but just like why? Because he's he's a Scheister. I don't know. <laughs> but they were the tag team champions, and so Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania Nine at Caesar's Palace, by the way, just because it helps add to like the. Imagery because Macho Man Randy Savage was on commentary and he was wearing a toga, but he was still wearing like the Macho Man sunglasses and everything. It's a hell of a visual, is what I'm saying. Interesting, he would look interesting in a toga, yeah. And ultimately, like I said, I can't find a transcript, I was trying to find a transcript the whole time. Look up the promo of Brutus and Hulk Hogan before their tag team title match at WrestleMania 9. It is batshit insane. I'm pretty sure Hulk Hogan was just trying to make uh, Brutus laugh. Because, like, he was just saying the most insane shit. There's like a, I think there's, like, a seven-minute YouTube video. Uh, but, so, after all this, for some reason, Hulk Hogan gets disqualified in the tag team match. Like, he cheats and is then surprised that he got disqualified for cheating. And so it's like... So Hulk Hogan's final match at WrestleMania is him losing a tag team match because he cheated? No. For you see, in the main event, Bret Hart had to defend the honor of America, remember he's Canadian, against the evil foreign invader, Yokozuna. Uh, Yes, Yokozuna, uh, of course, being a rank of sumo wrestler, and Yokozuna himself was a uh, American, I believe he was Samoan. Uh, American Samoan? Doesn't see, yep. Yep, he was, he's actually a part of the, um, uh, Anoa'i family, which I believe are part of the giant family that also includes The Rock. I could be wrong about that. Uh, sort of, maybe? No, I don't think so. Oh no, he does. He's sort of a member, but not really. But, but it's a giant family of Samoan wrestlers. And, yeah, he was he was playing Yokozuna, 
who I'm pretty sure in storyline was supposed to be Japanese. And he ends up beating Bret Hart in the main event to win the WWF title. Dang, America has fallen. Yes. And then immediately after, Hulk Hogan comes out and he's like, hey, that's not right. I challenge you. And then wins the title off of Yokozuna in like five seconds. So so the after being in a tag team title and not being anywhere near the world title, WrestleMania 9 ends with Hulk Hogan somehow being world champion. Why not? Yeah, and apparently this was because of back, backstage bullshit, and then uh, as a result, they're like, alright, Hulk Hogan, you played your fun. Two months later, Yokozuna beats him for the title. And the only reason I'm bringing any of this up is because of the poster, which I'm now going to post to you in, in the uh, Discord, so check check the podcast channel. This is the promo they had for Yokozuna in the main event of SummerSlam 1993. Flattering. Somebody has to stop him. Yeah. He's he's butt slamming the, the American flag. Yeah. Just for those for those who can't see this, which is many of you, Yokozuna, a giant sumo wrestler, is butt slamming the American flag. As the poster under as the words under SummerSlam read, Fat Chance, somebody has to stop him. <laughs> Yeah, and under and wow. and while all this was going on, Hulk Hogan quietly left the company. So that's how he ended. Like after years of Hulkamania and all this shit, he just kind of randomly won the title and then lost the title to a sumo wrestler and then left the company. Meanwhile, America wasn't going to stand for this. America was destroyed. Yeah, by a Samoan Japanese, a Samoan man pretending to be Japanese. Yeah. Which still not the worst thing. There was a there was a period in the mid two thousands. I don't want to get off on a huge tangent here, but where a lot of Italian men were pretending to be Middle Eastern. Like, I mean that's the, that's the closest you could you could get, you know, by while well, being safe. Yeah, because real Middle Easterners too scary, too scary in that period, you know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Iran's in the Middle East, so that's still scary. Hmm. Um, no, I was making a joke that they just wouldn't cast Middle oh, Eastern yeah. people as anything other than like. Well, they probably wouldn't. Terror- we, we still have this problem where whenever somebody is like notice we have a certain ethnicity, they then embrace that and say you hate me because of my race, and then it's like no, that's not why we hate you, man. Please don't make this about race. I do hate it. You know, it is fun to hate Italians though, because of their race. Mm-hmm. Being racist against Italians is one of life's great pleasures. I mean, yeah, they don't even understand. They don't. You you go to them and say, "Hey, can you make me a meatball Da Vinci?" They have no idea what you're talking about. Rubes. I know. Why why can't Rubes. they make me a meatball Da Vinci, like a true Italian would? Uh, meatball Da Vinci is a is a meatball sub for people who don't get that, which is so not like what an actual Italian in Italy would make you. But on that culture right, note, wanna, yeah, let's wrap yeah, this up. Call it, yeah. yeah, I've got nothing. I'm tired. You're tired. Well, it's it's an hour. We did it. Yeah. We made it. We 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 went the distance. Um, and uh, I guess all there is left to say is uh, outro. Three, two, one.
Lipstick, trash bag, shatterproof glass, tailpipe tread like grease and chrome. Front bumper, universal bearing, aerial brake shoe, shock absorber. Fireball. Yay! We did it. I'm seriously tired right now. It's crazy.